Hey y'all, this is Chris Lennon, and you're listening to the Sparkle in the Mess podcast. I come to you as a recently divorced single mom, and I come to you with honesty and vulnerability. I invite you to join me in my struggles and on my journey towards self-improvement. If you're currently going through a messy life situation and you're looking for some encouragement, you've come to the right place. Hey, hey, hey. Happy New Week. Thank you for joining me in this episode. So this episode is called 39 Things I Learned by the Time I Turned 39. So you may or may not know, I guess probably you don't know, why would you know? I turn, well, so I'm recording this episode, by the time, when you hear this episode, I will have turned 39 a couple weeks back, and I, so with so much brilliant knowledge I now have with these 39 years, uh, well, 38 years behind me, I thought it would be appropriate to share some of that knowledge, brilliant knowledge with you guys. (laughs) Um, But no, mostly it's just, I wanted to do kind of a reflection of, you know, where I've been and how far I've come. I think that a lot of times we don't take the time to kind of pat ourselves on the back and realize how far we have come and how much we have grown and how much we have learned until we sort of pause and reflect on that. So this episode is in celebration of all our journeys and our growth and our newfound wisdom that we gain a little bit more of each and every day. So I'm going to run through these and um, elaborate on some and not on some others. And obviously, this is not an exhaustive list. Like I said, there's so much wisdom (laughs) for me to be so. I can only, you know, do chunks at a time. Uh, And I do apologize for um, my voice. I'm going through a little bit of a uh, sore throat situation right now, but, you know. Bear with me. Hopefully it's not too terrible to listen to. All right. So let's go. Oh, okay. So before, actually before we start, just wanted to tell you guys something kind of hilarious that happened to me and hilarious only because I, uh, nothing um, terrible happened because it could have been a disaster and Um, I could have been without a home. So I am not the best cook. I think that is probably the number one thing I did not learn (laughs) in my 38 years of living is how to cook. I still somehow cannot cook for the life of me. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's just crazy. So anyway, 
but I try, I'm trying, you know, like I try to make real dinners for my daughter and I, and really try to um, improve this horrible uh, skill of cooking that I have. And so anyway, so I was, I was cooking something and I forgot that I had turned, so I poured some oil in the pan and, you know, turned it on to heat it up and I completely forgot about it. And I don't know what made me look, but I looked and all of a sudden the pan was on fire. Like the oil had caught on fire and it was flaming fire coming out of this pan on my stove and kind of panicked. I didn't know what to do. I don't have a fire extinguisher, which I should get actually note to self order a fire extinguisher to have in the kitchen at all times. So I didn't have a fire extinguisher and I know, I know, I don't know a whole lot, but I do know that if you put water on oil for a fire, it makes it worse. So I grabbed a pan and I thought, okay, definitely don't put it in the sink because of the water and it's going to explode and then it's going to be like bye-bye life, right, and home and everything. So I was like, I don't know what else to do with it. So I set it on the floor. So now I'm in the middle of the kitchen and I have this pan on the floor on fire. Like there's fire actively in the pan and I'm trying to blow it out and it's that's not making it any better. It's making it worse. And I thought, oh my God, I am about to burn my house down. I don't, I don't know what to do. And I can't pour water on it. Like, what do I do? So then I had a moment of brilliance. I found a lid that would fit the pan and I put somehow put the lid on the pan and the fire, um, broke out. Like it extinguished itself out. I was so, so grateful. I was kind of like in shock and I was like looking around expecting, I mean, no one witnessed me. My daughter was with her dad. Um, my dog was just kind of looking at me like, what the, I don't know what that was. And I am so surprised that my fire alarms did not go off because it was definitely, there was a fire in the kitchen and there was smoke everywhere. And I just was kind of like, oh my gosh, did that just happen? And I am, I just cannot believe that my house is not burned down right now and that I'm alive and I still have a roof over my head. So after I kind of got over it and calmed down, I, and gave the pan or the pot a while to cool off, I picked it up and realized that I had burnt a hole in my floor. <laughs> so... Um, not only did the paint catch on fire, but when I set it on the floor, um, it's like not real wood, it's um, but not laminate, it's just kind of this pouring, I don't know what the name of it is, but um, it definitely burnt like a circle into my floor. Like it was one of those, what do you call those that like you, I guess you brand something like 
when you put something like for cows, don't they like brand cows? I don't know if that's the right word. But anyway, so it looks like I did that to my floor in my kitchen. And that's what I'm looking at right now. Oh, man. Yeah, that happened yesterday. So oh, just add that to the list of things I need to take care of. <laughs> I'm very thankful that the fire was put out and I still have a roof over my head and no one got hurt. I will continue to try to learn how to be a better cook, but I might take a little bit of a break um, for the moment. Anyway, so I just wanted to share that with you guys. That is very typical of something that happens to me in my life, and that's not like um, people that know me and are close to me and they hear a story like that, and they're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you, I never would think that that was possible or could be accomplished by someone, but it doesn't surprise me in the latest, in the least, that you were able to do that somehow. <laughs> so, and I mean, seriously, things like that happen to me every day. So I've just learned to kind of laugh and chuckle and move on with my day. Um, but I just wanted to share that with you. So hopefully you uh, enjoy that little story. Okay, so now getting into my words of wisdom. And you probably want to get a pen and paper out and listen closely to what you're about to hear. Because let me tell you, these are jewels. <laughs> okay, so number one. It's okay to be sad and have emotions. And I'll just, that's something that it's been a huge struggle for me because I, just how I grew up in, in my childhood, I suppressed a lot of emotions because there, there was a lot of anger, there was a lot of fear, there was a lot of sadness and my childhood and the way what I was exposed to and um, things that happened to me. So I just as a defense mechanism uh, suppressed those feelings because they're, you know, they're not fun. And I wasn't taught how to, um, how to accurately, I don't know if I say how to, um, how to handle those feelings or how to correctly, feel those feelings and what to do with them. I just knew as a child that those things felt really not pleasant and I didn't, didn't want to feel them. So I learned through different ways to suppress those emotions. And, but once you suppress one emotion, you suppress all, you suppress all emotions. You can't just say, Oh, I'm never going to feel sad and then suppress the sadness. Once you develop this um, mechanism of suppressing emotions, you begin to just suppress all emotions. So I developed into basically someone that was kind of emotionless or was just not emotionless, but um, someone that was just very quick to stop any emotion that arose and 
because in my mind they it was just all bad emotions and feelings equal bad and it took me and it's still something I struggle with today but it took me a long time to realize that emotions are normal and they're um they're they're real and they should be addressed and they should be felt and it's okay and it's definitely okay to feel sad and frustrated and angry it's just you know how you exhibit those emotions that, that that's important but you don't suppress them you don't you, you don't you don't um, pretend that they're not there, I guess, or try to cover them up. It's just it, it really important to, it is really important to feel them and let them come into light and address them and uh, do what you need to do appropriately to move yourself through that emotion. So I have learned that emotions are not bad. Emotions are emotions, and it's okay to feel happy, and it's okay to feel sad. And those are just emotions, and that is just part of life and being alive. So, anyway, so number two, um, just do it. So there are so many things that I procrastinate on and so many things that I put off and I've come to realize and accept and understand that just because I put things off doesn't mean that they go away. It doesn't mean that <laughs> these magic little elves come and take care of them in the middle of the night while I sleep. No, it's still there and it's still if not just as annoying, it becomes more annoying because it's like, oh my gosh, I still have to deal with this. So I've kind of just learned, you know what, just do it. Like whatever is in front of you, whatever needs to be done, just do it. The more you put it off, the worse it's going to be and it's never going to go away. So just do it. You're always going to find excuses. You're. It's never going to be the right time. You're never going to feel like doing it. Just, you know, if things need to get done, just do it. Just do it. Own it. Do it. Get done. Move on. Um, okay. Then number three, throw out the bathroom scale. And all I'll say about this is that I struggled with anorexia all, you know, most of my teenage years, preteen, teenage years, twenties, a lot of my third, I mean, I still struggle with it. And something that I've learned to let go of is the freaking number on the bathroom scale. Like, just, I used to live and die by that number. And I just, it's, you know, just don't even, I just don't even give it another thought to your day. Just throw it out. Okay, number four, splurge on the real thing. You know, some things you just need to splurge on. And the generic or the store brand is not the same. So splurge on the real thing. It's okay. It's definitely okay. And it's worth it. Um, number five, heart, heartache and heartbreak is unavoidable. I mean, well, that sucks. 
but that's true and that's life. And as much as I keep people away and I don't let anyone in, you know, I've still felt heartbreak and my start, my heart still aches over loss. And even though I tried to protect myself as much as I could. And so it's just, it's unavoidable. I mean, it's just a part of life. So, um, six life will not turn out like you thought and that's okay. So I had this plan for my life and what it would look like at age, you know, 30, 35. Uh, well, I'm not going to say 40, but I definitely had a plan of what my life would look like and it did not look like that or turn out like I thought and you know that's okay it took me a while to understand that that's okay that's okay um kind of going off of that ideals can change so you know what I thought was my ideal um I don't know home car living situation whatever is very different um, now than it was when I was, you know, 21 or something. So ideals can change. Um, number eight, humility. I have learned humility and that is a hard lesson to learn. I am still learning humility. I don't know if you can hear the squeaking in the background, but that's my dog. I gave him a toy to um, distract himself while I'm doing this. Uh, but I didn't think about the fact that it was going to make noise and you know how I don't edit and I don't know how to edit so I don't know how to get rid of that like beeping in the background but or squeaking just FYI that's my dog okay um number nine there will be haters there will be haters I'm such a people pleaser and that was a hard that is a hard thing to to understand and to know like there will be haters no matter what you can never please everyone. That's not possible. And there's always going to be haters. So just do what you know is right. And what you feel is good for you and your family. And don't worry about, Oh, well, this might cause an uproar or, you know, I'm going to have all this lashback. I mean, don't stop yourself from living your life just because there might be haters. Because newsflash, there are going to be haters regardless. You could live what you think is the perfect, like, or uh, people pleasing life ever, and there's still going to be haters. So just, just you know, haters going to hate. Okay, so number ten, you actually can change things. And that's so empowering when I learned that, like, I don't, I'm not trapped. I'm not without a choice. I can change X, Y, Z. And you can't, I mean, sometimes it's not the easiest thing to do, but you can change things. That's so empowering. Um, okay. So then 11, figure it out. And that means, like, I realize it, it means, like, me, myself, and I figure it out. Like, 
kind of back to where I said, just get things done. Like you need to get, it's, no one's going to do it for you. Kind of the same, like just figure it out. You, you need to change something, figure it out, figure it out. No one's going to do it for you. Don't expect someone to necessarily guide you or walk you through it. If you need to do something or accomplish something, figure it out, figure it out, take control, figure it out. Um, number 12, study. Learning shouldn't stop. So self-help. Um, I mean, obviously I'm big into self-help, but even, you know, if you decide that you want to change careers, um, you're always going to have to learn new skills and new ideas. The world is always evolving. You really should never stop learning. It is so frustrating to talk to someone that learned what they thought needed to be learned and then decided that that was enough and then stopped evolving and continue to live life based on what they, you know, learned 20 years ago or even two years ago. Like, things change. You need to just always continue to be a student of life and of what's going on around you. Um, number 13, set boundaries. That is something I am still working on, but it is important to set boundaries. Number 14, stand up for yourself. If you don't respect yourself, others won't either. So quit being, this is me talking to myself, quit being a doormat. Like, stand up for yourself. You have a, you have a voice, you have a right to have a voice. You can stand up for yourself if you don't, you know, you're just allowing others to take advantage of you. And the way you treat yourself is showing others how you expect to be treated. So if you don't treat yourself well, then others are not going to treat yourself, you well. Um, 15, sometimes you just have to say shit or fuck or damn. Like, sometimes you just need to cuss. Like, I, I'm sorry. That's just, the, that's just, you, there's a certain, like, um, resolution, I guess, that comes from saying shit. Like, it's a reality. Like, it just needs it to be felt and explained. So, you know. Okay. Um, 16. Flowers, candles, good body wash. So these are some things that are very self-indulgent but are so worth it. I mean, you should treat yourself. Whatever it is that appeals to you, makes you feel special, makes you feel good about you and who you are and where you are, you know, it's a couple, it's a couple extra bucks. Like, treat yourself to flowers. I signed up for a monthly delivery of flowers, a monthly shipment of flowers, because I, I want to receive flowers, and I, 
have not had the best luck or I have, I mean, luck is not the word I want to maybe track record in the last three years of relationship where I get flowers. <laughs> so I send myself flowers and I buy myself good smelling candles and I buy myself delicious, yummy smelling body wash because I like to feel good when I take a shower. Um, okay, so then 17, know your limits. Like, I am not a good cook. I should probably not try to make a gourmet meal again. And um, just, I, you know, no, I tried, I went through this phase several months back where I decided I was going to color my own hair so I get highlights regularly. And I decided I was going to do it on, on my own. And, I mean, that's another podcast for another day. It was just disastrous. So think blonde goes to orange goes to purple goes to green I mean it was just a disaster so anyway know your limits um number 18 go to the dentist it is very important to treat your body like a temple and make sure you schedule appropriate appointment the right appointments to get yourself checked and cleaned and all those things. Go to the dentist. Be an adult. Go to the dentist. 39 years old, go to the dentist. <laughs> I regularly go to the dentist, by the way, every six months on point. I don't miss, but you know, that just goes to say like, take care of your body. Like do what needs to be done for your body to function properly. Um, okay. Recently I've watched this, uh, this movie with my daughter is called, uh, well, y'all probably know it, uh, Secret Life of Pets 2. And, you know, it was cute. It was fun. But the ending, my daughter was over it. I mean, she was over it from, like, the middle of the movie on. But the ending really caught my attention. And it kind of summarized the whole movie by saying, you know, think life is always changing. And the moment you you think you've got it the moment you think you understand and the moment you say to yourself okay I get it this is how life is got it okay that's when everything changes and at that point you have two choices you can either run from it or run at it and then it goes on to say you know it, his dog saying the stuff that he's like, I'm, I'm going to choose to run at it and be brave and, um, embrace the changes and, you know, gotta, gotta. So, I mean, that's so true. That's so, I mean, when people refuse to change and adapt, it's, it's very hard because life is always changing and you always need to adapt. And if you want to, have a fulfilling life, you're going to have to understand that nothing stays the same and you have to learn how to adapt and you have to have a mindset of, okay, things are changing. Let's embrace the change. Let's go for it. Let's do it. I think one of the, my favorite quotes, as far as a business standpoint, it says like the most detrimental thing for a business owner to say is, 
oh, well, we've always done it that way. Rather than, oh, okay, maybe it's time to reassess and change how we do things. And that's so true of not just business, but a lot of life. You can't just say, oh, well, it's always been this way, so this is how it is, and I'm not going to accept anything else. Things change. I mean, that's the nature of life. So anyway, um, number 20, listen. It's such a skill, an important skill, and I don't do it very well, but um, listening, listen. Sometimes you just have to listen, like really listen, and you'll have your answer, or just listen before you respond. Um, number 21, never go to colds. Okay, that is like a whole thing that I have with my mom. It's kind of an inside joke, not inside joke, but it's kind of thing. I'm not going to get into it. It's another podcast. Anyway, just 21, never go to colds. 22, show your appreciation. Appreciation goes a long way. People want to be appreciated. Show your appreciation. 23, no one cares. Really? I mean, at least not as much as you think they care. Like, they really aren't thinking about you and dissecting situations like you are in your mind. So just relax. Let it go. No one cares. Um, don't listen to bad advice. Oh, it took me 38 years to learn that. Psh, come on. Number 25, surround yourself with better people. Another quote I love is, it goes something like, uh, the you will become the people, the five closest people you, you're, I don't know the quote, but you will, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Am I having, I just had a stroke or something. Okay, so you become who you're surrounding yourself with. And the five, it's like five, six, or eight, I mean, regardless, less than 10, people you hang out with the most is who you're going to become. So if you want to become like a very successful billionaire, you should probably statistic. I mean, this is statistics. This is like a numbers game. It's not a, you know, wishing upon a well game. Uh, if you, I mean, studies show whoever you surround yourself with, that is who you tend towards. So want to be a billionaire, surround yourself with billionaires. I mean, sort of, I, I mean, whatever. Okay. Um, 26, self-sabotage is real. I didn't even know there was a word called self-sabotage. And when I learned of it, I thought, that's ridiculous and dumb. Like, self-sabotage, who would do that? And then I realized, oh, I do that all the time. <laughs> that's me. I'm self-sabotage. <laughs> I'm the definition of self-sabotage, so... <laughs> Ah, okay. Um, 27. If it brings you down, get rid of it. 
so I'm not a hoarder. I'm the opposite, actually. I probably throw away things that I should keep, important documents and whatnot. But, like, literally, if it, so I've moved a lot in the past three years um, after I got separated. And when I moved, initially, you know, I took the bare minimum. And then I moved to an apartment and got some new stuff to kind of make it homey. I moved, and when I moved from the first apartment to the second apartment, some of the things that moved with me were just kind of bringing me down. Like, I got to a point where I was sort of getting stronger and accepting the fact that I was going to be a single mom, da 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 and some of the things that um, were, you know, decorative or... Um, dresses like actually clothes and things had these memories attached to it and they they were just bringing me down and so I got rid of this I mean it's just stuff like get rid of it if it if you look at it and you're like mm, and it's sad like in a bad way it's okay to feel sad it, I have these great beautiful, wonderful pictures and, um, uh, keepsakes, I guess, of my dog Salem, who I'm still obsessed with, love, I mean, she's, like, the love of my life, and I look at it, and it makes me sad, but not sad in a depressing, sad in a, I really miss her, she was so brave, so sad, with some sparkle in it, I guess. Um, so I have, you know, I hold on to those because there's still that sparkle in it. But if I look at something and it just makes me sad, like depressed, like, you know, nothing good is coming out of this, then give it away. Give, I mean, you know, someone's trash is someone else's treasure. So just give it away. Just don't keep it around. Um, okay. Uh, oh, <laughs> this is funny. Dopamine is my favorite. So I found or learned that the feel good, uh, I guess not hormone, but neurotransmitter I thought it was serotonin, but really it's dopamine that I'm addicted to. I'm addicted to dopamine, man. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize that, you know, dopamine felt so good. So dopamine is my favorite. <laughs> Can't always have this rush of dopamine in your brain, but man, it is good. I like it. Okay, uh, 29. Have an opinion, but don't expect others to embrace it. I mean... You can always have an opinion. Don't ever think that you have to be a chameleon. Have an opinion, but don't expect others to be immediately like, oh, yeah, that's great. I love it, too. Um, 30. Real progress takes work. A lot of work. And I think, you know, everyone wants progress, but they don't want to put the work in it, the, they don't want to do the work that it takes to progress. 
Um, 31, good things take time, but time will always pass. I think that's another quote. Like if you're worried about how long it will take, you know, don't, don't worry about how long it will take time. It, time will always pass. It's always going to take some time. So don't not do something because it's like, well, well, this is going to take like five, five years to, to grow. Well, we'll still do it. If you want to plant a seed and it's going to not bear fruit for five years, but you still want it to bear fruit, like still do it. It's going to be five years later anyway. Like it, you know what I mean? Uh, anyway, what, uh, you either get or you don't. Okay. Um, 32, judgment is not your job. I mean, quit judging. Just don't judge. It's not your place. It's not your job. Just don't judge. Don't, you know. Uh, 33, comparison is the thief of joy. Man, is that true or what? Golly, you can be so happy and then you look over, see someone else driving a newer version of your car, and all of a sudden, boom, you hate your car. Like, God, comparison is a thief of joy. Hmm. That, it's a hard one to swallow because you're so, I'm, I am so quick to compare, and I'm so competitive. So I compare, and then it's like, wait, I'm not stacking up. But what I have is great, so just, Okay, so number 34, labor is a bitch. <laughs> Sorry, I wrote these a little bit ago, or a little couple weeks ago, and now I'm rereading that. I kind of forgot. Labor is a bitch. Okay, that's true. That should be the number one. Labor is a bitch. Holy shit. I have never in my life experienced more pain, misery. I don't even know. Like, holy shit, that thing was the heart, I mean, it was, it, I mean, it leaves me speechless, I can't even put words to how hard, and how much of a bitch labor is, and, ah, my gosh, it just, unbelievable, I never thought that I would experience something that was that um, I don't even know what how to describe I mean labor is a bitch I'm just gonna leave it at that labor is a bitch 35 <laughs> epidural is miraculous okay that's true so at the same time that labor is a bitch and epidural is its savior like I remember just loving I mean, it was like I wanted to make the epidural a being because I wanted it to know I loved it so much and I wanted to hug it and become best friends with it. Like I wanted it to never leave my side. I mean, the epidural was, I mean, an epidural is, it's, it's the most miraculous thing I've ever, ever experienced. Um, 36. Quality trumps quantity. Um, that speaks for itself. I'm not going to divulge. 
37, money can always be made. I mean, if you need, if you're, if you're not making ends meet, first of all, let's reevaluate what you're spending money on. Let's take a step back and see what's going on. But also, you can always make money. There's always ways to make more money. Just make, if you need to make more money, make more money. You know, this money can always be made. Um, 38. People will let you down, even those that aren't supposed to. Yeah, well, that sucks. And, but it's true. And you can't hold it against them. And you can't form relationships. Or you can't avoid forming relationships be, just because you don't want to be let down. I mean, people are just going to let you down. That's, you know, life. Life has its joys, and then life has its hard truths, and that's one of them. Okay, and then, da 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 can I get a drum roll, please? I don't even know how drum roll goes, like, boom, 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 <laughs> That doesn't sound like fun, but you know what I mean. Um, okay, and the 39, number 39 on my list of 39 things that I have learned um, by the time I turn 39, is, da, 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 it could always be worse. At least I'm not 40. <laughs> Sorry for those of you that are 40 or older listening, but hey, at least I'm not 40. I have that to hold on to right now. <laughs> okay, and with that, We'll end this episode, and I hope to have you join me next week for more words of wisdom. <laughs> All right. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I hope it was somewhat helpful, and I hope to have you join me on the next episode. This is Chris Lennon with the Sparkle in the Mess podcast. 